Yeah, man. Happy Wednesday. Uh, it's Buster with, I don't know what episode this is, and I don't really care. Uh, I just appreciate that you're listening. Welcome to Buster's World, and I want to rip up some uh, midweek WWE talk with my buddy DJ Rekin from, so I work at this radio station here in Indianapolis, this Top 40 radio station, and then you work down the hall at, what is it called? It's called La Grande. Right, I know, what it, I know what the name is, La Grande, but like, is it... Uh, is it a Spanish station? Is it a Mexican station? Uh, is it, it a, we, we cater to all, buddy. We cater to all. It's it's mainly it's all, all inclusive. All inclusive, buddy. We we include everything, but it, it, we say seventy percent Mexican, thirty percent uh, tropical, and and our. That's how I like my women. Seventy percent Mexican and thirty percent tropical. <laughs> Whatever that is, I'll take it. There you go. But we play a little bit of everything. We we Grisel hold it down in the afternoon, and also you catch me in the morning. So you mix on the station, right? Yes, sir. Live Monday through Friday. But you also mix the clubs down here in Indianapolis, oh, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, sir. Yes, sir. How been, long have you been here? I've been born and raised here. But I, I like to call myself a, a Hoosier Rican. I was, uh, started DJing at 15, you know, your normal parties. Right, 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 right. right. Us, you know, your little things. And then uh, I'd say right into 21, I, I started jumping into the club scene. I got to network with everyone. And then from there, went Tiki's, Revel. So, so forth, you mentioned so. getting started in the Quinceanera game because it's funny. So when I used to do radio in Fresno... They used to have me host quinceañeras. What? And like, if you've never, like, I'm one of the whitest looking people ever. Ah, looking. A good, like, a good tan, you'd be all right. Yeah, but I mean, like, I realized I got some soul in me. However, like, upon first look, you're like, dag, this guy <laughs> is so fucking white. And so I would be out there hosting these parties. You know, the parents would speak a little bit of English, so I'd have to kind of, like, navigate through some of that. Eventually, I just got to get paid yeah but. <laughs> yeah exactly just make it through you know make it make it through to the to the end and that's tough man because those parties don't end no like club time no you know, they do not like five six you're like what am i doing if i held captive they like, used what's going to on? they used to have me host hop-offs too like car car hops wow yeah so and the thing about a hop-off in like a town like fresno california is there's no real regulation because they want everybody to participate yeah they don't turn anybody away so every single car that entered was entered into the hop-off and it was just i would be there all day and that was just round one and these cars but it was cool though the cars would break and shit like when they would <laughs> you know hit the ground because they would really try to go yeah. for it and so some of their like they spent a lot of money on these cars and you're watching them if they break their car yeah how the hell do they get home no they would actually you know drive saying? off they would drive off with their bumpers hanging i remember that yeah definitely wow that's yeah. a well, hey, kudos to them. I need to check one of them. Fresno that's was a list. good time, man. <laughs> um, so I wanted Rekin to come on the show today uh, to kind of run through some of this week in WWE because we had a busy week with uh, the Superstar Shakeup. First, Jinder Mahal coming into Raw, basically dropping his U.S. title immediately to yes. Jeff Hardy. I thought it was funny because if you looked online, the second Jinder came in, and drop that belt, the internet was instantly like, oh, so the IC title's coming over to Raw. Yes, yeah, exactly. And I started thinking that too. I mean, and I guess we'll get into SmackDown. You know, right. I always feel like one title goes to one brand and then the other is going to go to SmackDown. You know what I mean? I, I don't mood, think you know? that Raw with the Universal Champion being Brock Lesnar, I don't think that Raw can run with the U.S. title. Yep. Because it's not a big enough belt yep. to hold the show. The Intercontinental belt and everything Miz did with it, that was cool. And obviously Steve. Seth Rollins, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Seth Rollins can do it, but I don't think that that belt 
should leave Raw, at least right now, until we have a full-timer with the Universal title. Yeah, I think uh, giving the spotlight for the U.S. title and opening up the show with it, and especially putting it on somebody like Jeff Hardy, you know, there's a lot of guys that Jeff Hardy hasn't even squared up with yet. Well, there's a whole know. roster now yeah, that we get so. to see. It's kind of like playing WWE the video game when you get to like take a legend and put him up against yeah. everybody. Yeah. Uh, speaking of legends, RIP to Bruno San Martino yes, today. Yes, um, one thing that they didn't do right uh, pretty early in the game on Raw, I'm going to tell you this right now. This No Way Jose shit, oh. n- <laughs> not going to work. Not going to work. Yeah, I, I already got glimpses it's of a wrap. Uh, the, what's this, the Rosebud. And I, dude, I totally felt like, the same way. I was like, this is that Adam Rose shit all over again. And like, seriously, I, I think when he was in NXT, but he went on like this rage on this, look, I'm not about no party bullshit. Now I'm coming for you kind of thing. Right. That I, I got really interested he on. Abandoned he abandoned that He turned quick. it up. I feel like Vince... And the way Vince is, yeah, Vince ain't gonna let him know, come in vicious. Yeah, he needs he needs his little comedy routine. So it is PG. It is WWE. You know that's what they cater to. Yeah, you start to that. think about like maybe this is for the kids. I started to think like I'm like, all right, well, where's gonna be the Braun Strowman? Yep. <laughs> Which yep. one of these guys is gonna make it? <laughs> uh, Riot Squad coming into Raw. I loved it uh, mainly because I love Liv Morgan. I think she's a smoke. Yes. I follow her on Instagram. I think she's funny. That's really all I think about the Riot Squad. So I got something to throw at you. I thought about this. All right. Uh-huh. So before Riot Squad, the other group came in. It was also Absolution. Be- yeah, it was also beating up on Sasha and Bailey, right? Right. So I was thinking, you still got this feud going on with Bailey and Sasha. What if, you know, I heard you before talking about how factions like need to be a thing, you know? For sure. And what if with the Riot Squad, you got your three. But as you come to the pay-per-view, Bailey and Sasha, they have their one-on-one. But then Banks goes heel. Riot Squad helps out to beat Bailey. Oh, that'd be great. And Banks, the boss, yeah. takes over with the Riot Squad. First off, they could use a good girl faction. Yeah. I'm okay with remixing it a little bit. So maybe it does. Maybe you get rid of Ruby Riot yep. and she put her. Because she's not really all that. She's not really all that, but she. I feel like she would work better as a as a babyface. Yep. You know, maybe I agree. kick yeah. her out of the squad, call it the Banks bitches or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> and did Absolution? Did those girls come over to Raw? I forget. I think something I happened think they with them went too. Over to Smack. If if I mean I did I they flip flop? Yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right because they were on Raw. So exactly. yes, they they flip flop. So they went over to SmackDown and and these girls came over to Raw. All yeah. I know is that I'm waiting for Liv to break break free. Oh yeah, she's gonna be the star. Yep. What do you think about the greatest Royal Rumble? Uh. I'm, I'm not just, ready for Royal Rumble season yet. Like, that's right. they call it the greatest Royal Rumble. I'm like, wait, I, I got WrestleMania hangover still. Like, yeah, what? they shouldn't call it the Royal Rumble just because, like, that means something else. Because it's not like the winner of this gets anything. Yeah, they should just battle Royal. I am down for it just because I'm always down for more wrestling. Yes, So, exactly. like, cool. Yeah. Put it in a big place that you guys have never done a show at. And that's cool. I don't need to see The Undertaker. Nope. For Not the love all. of God, Good, and like, let him go. Jesus. Let him die. So like, now this whole flip-flop between yeah, what happened Jericho there? and Rusev. I tried to follow up on, on you know social media and just try to see what, happened. what was going on. Apparently... It was off of Lana's comment. So I feel like WWE was just trying to like keep attention on the match. 
You know, and I like, mean, I guess back and forth, or or maybe he did pull I some just, ties, you yeah. know, behind the scene. But that I just think weird. something sloppy happened yeah. backstage, uh, and yeah. we don't know what it is. It, you know, there could have been some truth to the rumor that Rusev was trying to dip and be let out of his contract. I don't know if that's true. They're saying it's not true, so whatever. He is the most babyface heel. Yeah, in the co- over. You know what super though? Over, you Here's know? what I'll say about that. WWE like super fans think they're like so much smarter than Vince all the time. <laughs> and so it's like, oh, this guy doesn't even understand that Rusev is over and he's the biggest star and they keep not giving it to us. It's kind of like the Daniel Bryan thing yep. in the sense that like WWE made these characters. Yeah. They're not trying to hold any of their own characters back. If anything, they know that it's going to make you thirsty to constantly be like Rusev Day, Rusev Day. Yep. They want that cuz by the by the way the second you we get Rusev Day in the main event picture, it's over. It go. Yep. Nobody will care. Yep. Nobody will I, care. Yep. I completely we, agree. We with had that. him in the in the main event picture going against John Cena, and nobody cared. He showed up in a tank, son. Nobody That's cared. That's so crazy. He did show up in a tank. Right? I forgot about that. <laughs> But then the second that Adrian English, or that's his name, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The second he started singing Aiden his... English. Aiden, Aiden English. Aiden that's English. That's what it... I knew, yeah. I knew it was off. The second he started singing his deal, that's when everybody... It, oh, my God. Rusev, 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 Rusev. Yeah. So, plus, you know what did help him get over? Was those funny-ass videos with yes. Lana. Lana is the best. Oh, my Lana God. Lana number one. You saw one. the one that were with uh, making fun of Uso and, and Naomi? So <laughs> oh, yeah. He was being <laughs> Jimmy Uso? Yeah. <laughs> The uh, the authors of pain coming in and dipping on Paul Ellering yeah. and crushing Heath and Rhino. Yeah, so I think they're just doing the same formula with Braun, you know, on that part. Authors of pain are amazing, you know. Yeah, I, I agree. think they did superb in NXT. Uh, they're you know now that the bar is over on SmackDown, I think they're considered more the new brutes of Raw. For the tag team division. Yeah, I can uh, see that. You know, and and I think it's gonna be some interesting. Uh, Oh, yeah, no. Nah. Oh, no, nah, we good here. Uh, People just pop up in the studio, right? dog. <laughs> I think, I, no like respect. I said, kind of interesting, though, that they just, like, immediately drop Paul. I just well, think that they realize that, like, even when, if you remember back in the day, yeah. when Legion of Doom became the Legion of Doom and got over in WWF, they tried to bring Paul Ellering in because he was the one that got, you know, that led them to their success in NWA or AWA or whatever. And so they tried to bring him in back in the 90s and nobody gave a shit because the WWF fans were like, who's this guy? It's supposed to be a big deal. And then now the kids are especially like, wait, who's this guy? Yeah. So it's kind of tough. It's a throwback to a throwback that didn't even work. <laughs> so I could see why they're like, all right, this Paul Ellering thing was all right for NXT. Maybe. I don't know. But he also didn't really have that. Like, he doesn't have that. Whatever it is that Paul Heyman has with yeah, that mic. Yeah, Bobby Heaton. Yeah, Ellering never yeah. really had all I that. I got what He just kind of gives orders and that's it. And you don't really need that for two guys that are just going to go demolish and fuck shit up. So. You, you know, you talk about new factions, and I thought for a second that we had a new faction with The Miz. 
Yeah. That was looking good for a second. Definitely. When they, when, once he announced them, I was like, okay. And then I started thinking, like, what if he kicked Bo and Curtis out? I thought about that, and too. brought them in. Right. You know, that would have been interesting, too. But And then when Angle comes out and shuts the whole thing down and says, hey, man, you're, you're heading out. I thought that was cool. How good is Kurt Angle as the GM? He's so good. He stepped up. Yeah. I think I, when he started out. He had, had to wear off getting, some rust. And, you know, yeah, yeah, to get exactly. Into it. You know, but he's really just so good. Like, Even last week with the TNA reference. Yeah. And then this week, just the way he handled the Miz. Oh, I, I think actually I, I got a new uh, email. Is uh, Rekin317 at nofreakingway.com. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a whole bit he's got to run with. <laughs> Brizongo coming to uh, Raw, I think, is really cool. I thought for a second that they were about to abandon that whole thing just because it kind of started to fizzle off. Oh, I see what you, you know, the fashion files. Yep. But, you know, they gave it some new life. And speaking of how good people are, Corey Graves is so good on the oh mic. God. He is so good on commentary and how he just will not let Coach up for water. And then when the second he was like, oh, uh, Brizango's here, you're going to get a ticket, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, man. Corey, Corey is legit. Him and Mar Ronaldo are my top two Oh, for sure. You know, Did yeah, you catch that, the Instagram is... post of Ronaldo going yes! crazy? That that does goals in my life, man. That's, no. how, that's how emphatic I want to be. And like Jim Ross did the recent Supercard. Yep. And, for and like you could just tell. Yes, he enjoys doing it, but Morrow like took whatever spirit Jim had, yeah. and it's definitely in him now. You know? I would love to to watch just a show. I mean, I'm I'm glad we've got Corey. I'm glad that they spread it out. But if it were old school style and they were putting it all on Raw, yeah. I would love to watch Morrow Ronaldo and Corey Graves at the same desk. Yes. I think Corey is just on another level. Although he did fuck up. Did you hear him say Bullet Club? Yeah. He also said uh, wrestling match on SmackDown. Yeah. Said the words wrestling match. Yep. Which I bet you Vince this week was like, dog, <laughs> Bullet Club and wrestling? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. And we put you on two shows? Yeah. <laughs> but I also think that that's part of what people like about him. Like, I personally, I like that he sort of slipped up and said Bullet Club because yep. it kind of shows that he's got a little, little more street cred than just a Michael Cole. Exactly. Uh, Natty and her, the, the little weird partnership with her and Ronda Rousey. I don't think you need to pull Ronda in any of that bullshit yet. No. I think that's... I like the... the First off, when she pulled the leg sweep on old girl, that was awesome. Yeah. That was... That's all we really need to see Ronda yeah. do. And, and they almost... In my perspective, if they kept Ronda Rousey under lock and key, almost as a caged animal, sort of like Brock Lesnar, but with more exposure than Brock, yes, and have Kurt Angle be the one with that key to that cage, that's where we're going to get the best out of her. I don't know if immediately... I get that they want to make her like all the other female wrestlers, and that's fine. Make her just like every other superstar, but... Putting her in that weird little friendship thing with Natty. Don't lose the credibility that she's already gained. I mean, get, let's put the losses to the side. Yeah. Ronda's a bad bitch. Like, right. Plain and simple. You know, if I see Ronda coming down that aisle with that fierce look, not smiling, not waving, you know, just like, I'm ready to take you down one-on-one. Let's do it. All I'm pissed off. It. Yes, you know. Right. I'm going to take you sit. I'm going to go, okay, she's she's working towards She needs to she come knows. down in Jimmy John shorts. Yes. 
<laughs> and whoop ass. And that's it. I don't know if I necessarily need to see too much of her acting. And I did notice that they've spilled it over online a little bit. Like Natty is posting pictures with Rhonda because apparently they're trying to play up this whole fact that they train together. Yeah, which yeah. I don't remember them having some big history. Maybe they took a class together. I don't know. But they, they are apparently best friends now. In the dungeon. The highlight. Yeah, exactly. They were all in Stu Hart's dungeon right. together. The highlight of Raw for me was Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre. Yeah, that's the shit. Thank you, Ziggles, man. That's For my sure, for Ziggles, and and like that was perfect. Oh man, perfect. and and if they play it like a like a HBK and Diesel, yes, mid nineties. Let Drew McIntyre be that. It, it, almost like what they started to do with Cass and Enzo. Yep. You know, you could definitely do that with Ziggler, and I mean Ziggler is so much of an homage to his Shawn Michaels yep. with with Drew McIntyre behind him. And this is, it's so interesting because if you look at 3MB, they're all on Raw. He, he's still a jobber. Yep. Drew is now going to be this badass backing up Dolph Ziggler. And then uh, with gender being gender. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but exactly. I I thought it was super cool way to bring him in. That wasn't a surprise nobody, anybody was talking about. No. That was not on any podcast. That was not on any dirt sheets. That was nothing. It just happened. They and executed that like beautifully on it. I, I think the way it was introduced, I you know the moment Dolph was like, "Don't think that I came alone. I brought somebody else." I was like, "Who the hell's gonna team yeah. with Ziggler? Ziggler's For a all... second, I thought it was Big Cass. Oh yeah, that is which would have been great too. Yeah, but yeah. I think Drew was the perfect match for that. Baron Corbin being on Raw is cool, I guess. I, I'm going to be honest. I didn't know what show he was on. So when they were like, ah, oh, he's on Raw. I'm yeah. like, he was on SmackDown? Right? What? Yeah. What? I mean, he's. it's so funny because like uh, I, I, on Twitter, every match that he has, he's like, five star. You got to check this one out. Five star me versus Heath Slater or, you know, just like yeah. jobbing it up to the guys that like give him shit on there. Kudos yeah. to him, you know? Yeah. I just think they need to figure out a new direction for yeah. him. They need to figure out something I don't something like his else. new interest music. I like the... I liked it what it was before. This I don't, I don't new know. one, it's like I don't know if don't I caught care. it. And then how great is Elias? I love that he called it a dirtbag town. The second he gets like too much over, he just shits on everybody. That's Gives him that bliss. Beautiful. Walk with Elias, man. WWE. Uh, moving over to SmackDown. I- I'm a little confused because I thought Shane McMahon was taking a break. Yeah. What? I thought he was leaving, and now he's staying. I guess he needs to provide the training wheels to Paige. I don't, just fat Paige, by the way. Paige yeah. getting fat, boy. Yeah. You want to know what it is? Because I, I watch her Instagram story. She's in a bar every night. Yeah. Every night. So you know she's doing nothing but eating mozzarella sticks and drinking pints and getting slammed by this new boyfriend, mm. this little rock star boyfriend she's got. Mm-hmm. I am not about page i am not here for it i don't i don't i think she's one of the most overhyped when they kept dragging it out after she got injured i'm like why is she still there oh well maybe at mania they'll get rid of her and then the next night she comes out i'm like god damn it she's still here and then when she gave her retirement speech i was like thank god get it out of here and then now we have to deal with her as a gm i think it's going to be short-lived i said this last week i and i had a moment where i thought she could have come out and at least gotten a pop during smackdown i'll tell you about that in a second but the reason why i I just don't, I'm not buying in on this page business. It's because I think uh, overall, like, I think she's really disrespectful to the to the game. Take Aside from the fact that, you know, when the company was having problems with her fiance, she left with him. Mm-hmm. Then she comes back when they break up. But before all that, when her phone got leaked or hacked or whatever, and all her naked pictures and her videos, that's fine. I'm not 
hating on that. That everybody's got weird shit in their phone, and right. if you popped off your phone, you'd be like, "Whoa, what's right. going on in there?" But there was a video of a dude blasting on her face and her using the belt to catch it. How? Did Vince not just blackball her from everything? That, that, I mean, like, I get that maybe that they didn't want to receive any heat from a eh, some times up me too shit. She didn't know that her phone was going to get hacked. Blah 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 blah. But she still did it. She still disrespected yeah. the belt that way. You can't you can't take that back. You're right. It's a complete slap in the face. It's like the company had this direction for you to be On the top. champ. On top. And now you got some mojo splosion all over that. Yeah, and then and then you leave with your boyfriend. And you know what? Then you come back and you're not even doing anything. So that was the Divas title, right? Yeah, no, it was the NXT. Or NXT. So now you understand why they changed the belt. For real. I wouldn't have wanted that. I'd have been like, nah, fam, I'm good. <laughs> Shelton Benjamin coming out, uh, turning on Gable, I guess, because they split up. What, right. Dude, so obviously the Jason Jordan and Gable thing, them splitting up, and then obviously the Kurt Angle's dad, or Kurt Angle's son shit. Weird. None of that really worked, and it also didn't even work to put Shelton Benjamin with him, but then now they had to turn Benjamin heel. I hope that... Benjamin at least came back for something. Yeah. I hope he didn't come back for a Batista run. Because yeah. that's what it's kind of feeling like. And, you know, I I initially thought before he got injured, when they announced that he was coming, it was just going to be single competition. Yeah. He's yeah. going to go straight for the belt or, you know, whatever. And then once he came back, teamed up with Gable. They, th- they thought the Gable could, yeah, and they thought Gable could get a rub off yeah, of him. And, or and maybe it really, he- they had a little, mom- little momentum. But if you don't gain wins, if you don't get important yeah, wins out yeah. of that, how do you... How do you progress, you know? And if you don't capitalize with the good promos when you're given the time, I don't know, Gable. Um, So maybe they'll just put Gable and Jordan back together when Jordan's done being injured. I don't know. Um, (laughs) So we did get the the fake out when we thought the IC title was going to go over to Raw. Not the case, because out comes Jeff Hardy, and he actually was coming over to SmackDown with the U.S. title. Yes, sir. Pretty cool look, splitting up him and Matt. Yep. That's perfect, and it, it, it could kind of continues the story with what's going on with Bray and Matt and puts that separate to where you're not thinking in the back of your mind, oh, crap, Jeff could come out. And like In case of like they separate or, you know, how is Jeff not included in this because he's also Brother Nero and, and all that. So I think him definitely going to SmackDown, perfect. And like I said before, it's it's new matchups. You know, all these people that have gotten drafted over to SmackDown, it's like line them up, man. Uh, Harper and Rowan. Did the announcer mess up? When I don't know if you caught this, but he called them Eric Rowan and Luke Harper. Yeah, okay. And I thought that they haven't been doing that. Right. So I couldn't tell. Later on, and no, nobody at the commentator's desk said their full names, so I thought maybe it was just the announcer's mess up. But Probably, like, yeah. doesn't I, he have a card in front of him? <laughs> All I could think the entire time during that was how much the Usos deserve better than this. Yeah. They're so good, and for them to be out there, this Bludgeon Brothers shit is so whack. (laughs) Maybe it's just to give them, you know, like it's that theory of I'll pay to watch them lose the belts. That, yeah, so building them into real like heels. Them, yeah, exactly. Because when, heels, yeah. when they tried to make Usos heels, everybody was like, oh, but they're so cool looking. Yeah. You know, with this, it's like, okay, well, these guys are heels. They're not cool looking. They're just. When Luke was alone, he was more in the intercontinental scene. Yeah. And like during the, re- the WrestleMania, that ladder match and, and stuff like that, like just him alone, I think Luke is, is awesome. 
as a wrestler. You know, it, he had a couple matches with Dean and a couple other wrestlers that, like, I, I just like the way that he works. <laughs> yeah, I don't disagree. You know? But teaming him up, I, I just see him as Wyatt. He's just the Wyatt. see him bludgeon, you know. They got cool masks. You know, They're just different masks it. and different yeah. clothes, but it's like, hey, you look a little bit more spacey and less hillbilly. But exactly. other than that, so okay, so you're the Wyatt family 2000. Yeah. <laughs> um, when Sin Cara was standing there uh, with his new gear uh-huh. and everything, I was like, oh shit, like this is a new kind of look for Sin Cara. Maybe they're giving Sin Cara a push, <laughs> or maybe it is even a because you know they've switched him out a couple times. Yep. I was like, maybe they have a new Sin Cara. Yep. And then Samoa Joe comes out and just clobbers him. Like, that was weird. Did you see when he? jumped on the rope and it was like I know this stuff is planned like yes but at least show me an attempt that you were gonna do a move it's like he literally jumped on the rope and was like okay you can hit me okay. now and then Samoa just nailed him and I was like come on man like at least try like a DDT or you know something or an RKO or whatever I thought Joe obviously put himself in the main event competition oh yeah with his promo yep but I feel like don't tell me that you're gonna go for those guys because I'm expected. Right, just yep. do it. Just yep. go for them. Yep. I mean, but I'm I'm about Samoa Joe as long as uh, again. I guess it's almost like another Brock Lesnar scenario. I just want to see him Hulk smash. I don't really need to see him think. Yeah. Which um, match are you more interested though? Out of the ones that he named, he called out Randy. Yeah. He called out Daniel. And AJ. I'd, I'd like to see him and AJ first. Yeah, I don't think know? I'm really excited to see Randy Orton at all. Yeah. Um, and that's not that I don't like him, because I do. It, it, I'm just not really excited for anything, because I feel like I've seen it all with him. I'm like, ah, well, yeah. cool. I, I, if he goes to a part-time schedule, I won't be heartbroken. <laughs> the Daniel Bryan match will be good. AJ, I just feel like everything AJ does, I love. Yep. I am absolutely down to watch him and and AJ go at it. Also, if you if you have a kid who's watching WWE and I try to think of it from this angle, doesn't AJ as the champ going up against the big bulky Samoa Joe? That kind of tells that that same picture that they like to tell continuously of the irresistible force of eating, meeting the immovable object. Right. (laughs) So I feel like there's a little bit of that there Um, with the Daniel Bryan thing. Yeah, that's cool. But to be honest with you, I'd rather see AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan go at it. Yeah. So when they first, that, that first SmackDown after WrestleMania, because we got a taste of it, it's like, how are they going to up the ante once the pay-per-view hits? Like, do you feel like there needs to be a stipulation now because you see kind of a normal match of how it would run? Or well, like there I, needs to be something, like a, a, an Iron Man match. I'm maybe, excited like that, to see know? those guys with a ladder anyway, so yeah. throw a ladder in there. I'm down. <laughs> um, did you see the... The best of both brands song thing that yeah. they got up there—that is rough. What in the? That looks terrible. Oh my god! Like who who comes up with these ideas? Like uh, probably Vance. But you know what? I think about it, and I'm like, okay, this is whack to me now. However, okay. how whack was? You know when they did the pile driver album, the the when they did all that rock and wrestling, that had to be so whack to our parents. But we were like, "This is sick." <laughs> so maybe kids are watching this, going, "Dude, New Day has a song." I ain't gonna lie. The other day, I tried looking on iTunes to see if I could find those albums again. <laughs> That's a different story, different time. So, <laughs> um, I also don't think because they they're doing that song to pimp that the pay per views are co branded now. Yep. Can they stop calling it pay per views? Right. It's not a pay-per-view. It's done. Just it's a network it, special. Yeah, Just exactly. Plain and simple, you know. Because yeah, they don't. There's no. I mean, maybe you can still on cable networks. I don't even know. Uh, can you? I, can you still? I don't know. Um, just a couple more minutes here. Were you there for the celebration last night or what? Uh, yeah. You weren't <laughs> yeah. digging it. I was. I mean. 
It was cool. I thought it was dope. You know, I, I think the way that she was, she was so blunt with everything. But I, great, kudos to you. You took advantage. But it's like, all right, now we need to see it in match lineup. Like, well, you know I do I mean? think like even today she was on Instagram talking about like, oh, uh, you know, two years ago the haters, the haters, the yeah. haters. And I'm like, okay, Trump, we get it. You yeah. won. <laughs> now do something with yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. So that you can only talk about that you won so many times. So I guess yeah, I like eventually. I'll be over the fact that she won, but I think that's all part of the her drawn heat exactly. factor. Yep. And she's doing great at it. And the iconic girls is dope. Yep. That whole thing is badass. Yep. And them versus Flair. Okay, this is where I thought Paige should have came out. Okay. Yep. This is the moment. I didn't I thought Becky Lynch, I'm like, God damn it, this is stupid. <laughs> because you've got if you if you want to make a tag match, you had a great moment to force Mella and Charlotte to team together yep. against the iconic girls. Yep. And then of course at the end you have them all team up and just beat the shit out of Charlotte. Yep. But that would have been great. Instead, here comes Becky Lynch, and now it's a four on four that I don't care about. And Becky Lynch is like the if if Charlotte is the Ric Flair or or Hogan of the female division, then Becky Lynch is the Brutus the Barber beefcake. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and and she, I, I was like, why is she coming out? Right? We need she a Teddy. nothing to do with you. We need a Teddy. Teddy yeah. is the one to put all the tag team matches together. You know, you get Teddy out there and he's got a set. So. Yeah, I don't know. Paige, Paige definitely missed her moment there. I think that would have been a great, just shove them all together. Yep. And I hate to keep shit on people but the good brothers uh the good brothers did so that they abandoned the whole baller club thing like what happened they had them as a group and then and then that was over like hella quick quicker than it was when aj was their guy but i just feel like but i just so aj is bullet club i mean well you know anderson gallows are there now so it's like so you think eventually eventually, yeah maybe they oh i got one for you what if nakamura takes them fools and he becomes the leader of the club in that form or whatever that could that be sick that would be dope i love nakamura heel oh man it's great no english that shit is awesome that every- and and why but why is he so obsessed with aj's balls <laughs> God damn, bro. So, yeah. But then again, it's still a heel move. You know what I mean? Ric Flair, that's that was his shit for that's like true. the longest. You when, know what I mean? So when when Nakamura said, Oh, no speak English, and Corey goes, Could you imagine forgetting an entire language? This must be so tough for him. <laughs> Dude, he's the greatest. Uh, There's a couple more cool things that happened throughout the night. Andrade, Cien Almas. Um, That's cool. I like the little little Scarface vignettes they're kind of putting together. That was pretty decent. Uh, I missed Sanity's debut. I went on on IG and they said that they came over to SmackDown. When? So they they didn't come out. They just did a promo reel. Like, they, I, like I thought it was a normal commercial that was happening, and then they kept going back to chaos. And, and I was like, oh, this is a promo video uh, for the guys. And then when they announced the, you know, the rest of the people that are brought over, they they mentioned the bar, you know, all these others. And then the last one they saved, it was for Sanity. So they haven't made their appearance yet, but I'm sure here shortly they'll probably get out there. Obviously, with the show closing out with Big Cass standing atop Daniel Bryan, that kind of says everything we need to know about where they're taking that here uh, moving forward. But doesn't that kind of tell you, like, oh, they're just going to feed Big Cass to Daniel Bryan? That's weird. 
And I understand, like, so that it looks like Big Cass is like having this thing against small people. Right. So like, you know, right. like, so he's just out to attack the little guys. Yeah, and then and then they can in. wrap it up with like, no matter how small you are, you can still exactly. get the job done. But I just feel like they're gonna. That's gonna be a weird matchup, man. Daniel Bryan and Big Cass, like how? Yeah, maybe that's it's a lot of high flying moves for Daniel. And Daniel just got put on the shelf. Yeah, yeah. hopefully he doesn't try any power bombs. Um, <laughs> there, there's more to the story to be told there. Uh, Rican, thank you so much for coming on today. I know you got to get over there and mix. Uh, anybody listening, if they made it to the end of this thing, where can they follow you at? Uh, follow me at all social media, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Tinder, <laughs> at DJ Rican 317 I'm just kidding about Tinder. That, that yeah, knows. in case his wife is listening. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, follow me at DJ Rican 317 Yeah, boy. All right, man. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir.